Civil danger warning. A disaster of unknown type has occurred. Normal programming has been suspended. Gary. Gary, have you tested the ray? This is not a test. Okay, let's get going. This is Free Yorkshire Radio. Hello and welcome to Free Yorkshire Radio. Gary has discovered an old shrinking ray device at his local skip and has managed to get it working again. He's going to shrink us so small that we'll be able to power the whole show using just this AAA battery. Okay, Barry, let's get in the chamber. All right, flip the switch. Yes, yes, it's working. We're getting smaller and smaller. Okay, that should be small enough. Barry, we're still shrinking. Turn it off, turn it off. Well, we overshot a bit, didn't we, Gary? Can you make me a bit bigger, please? What do you mean you can't reach the switch from here? Well, you better get climbing then. Use that spool of thread to secure yourself and wave the cotton bud when you're in position. I'll hold the fort here. Okay, I guess now we should have enough power for our show. My name, of course, is Lloyd Becklesnip and I'll be bringing you all the latest government-approved news and stories from the glorious Free Republic of Yorkshire, the mightiest of the many new nation-states that, several decades ago, emerged from the troubled era that was early 21st century Britain. As we all know, King Geoffrey VI has entered his pupa stage and will soon be re-emerging from his cocoon as King Geoffrey VII. Obviously, the nation is waiting with bated breath for his return and this whole episode is dedicated to this august royal event. Later, we'll be visiting the Royal Bank as they will have to change all our currency to reflect the new image of our eminence. But first, in this item that I recorded before Barry botched my shrinking, we can hear from Prince Mark of Shipley-on-Sea, who has kept watch by the side of the Emperor's Egg. You're listening to Free Yorkshire Radio. And I'm delighted to say I have got Prince Mark of Shipley-on-Sea on the line, and he is at the event himself. Prince Mark, welcome to the show. Hey up. It's absolutely lovely to be here. I've been a fan for a while and always enjoy listening. I'm delighted to hear that we've got the royal seal of approval. But Prince Mark, you are at the seismic event of the season. Our king, yes, Geoffrey the Sixth, is on the verge of respawning as King Geoffrey the Seventh. He will be emerging from his pupa stage. It could be any minute now. What can you tell us about what he's going through in this pupa stage? Well, I believe he can hear, so every now and then I'll go and tap him on the pupus and I'll say, you're doing well, I love you. And that's why they have the brass band there, because we all know about King Geoffrey's love for brass bands, so those lulling sounds soothe them through the difficult transformation. Yes, yes. He likes the classical brass band. A bit of Fatboy Slim. Mm, praise. Yeah, yeah four to the floor we all know the old bangers are the best they are they are i remember being in a cathedral listening to those bangs played out over the, the organ and my dad just nodding his head along who's a man of the people well yes he's literally a man of the people because one of the things that powers this pupa stage is the dna of the populace everyone has to donate at least one percent of their dna in order to feed the pupa machine of course and it's only right, he's given so much. It's only right that we give a little bit of ourselves. I've given some of myself, so I think it's only fair that everybody else also provides 
Just a small bit. Only a little bit. A hair. A hair is all we need. Well, yes. A hair for the king. I shaved my back for him. Greatly appreciated. My pleasure. And I, I see you've got one of the royal corgis with you as well. Is this your very own pet? <laughs> Sorry. Are you referring are you referring to my wife? Oh. Oh, I see. She's one of the new mutated corgis. So I'm very sorry. I, I, it was the collar that was putting me off. Is that just a fashion thing, the collar and lead? It's a kink more than anything, but yes. Yeah, we're very sex positive here. Teach their own. Yeah, teach their own. Uh, yeah, no, this is my wife. Would you like to introduce me to her? <laughs> she can introduce herself. We're modern people of yours. Okay, sorry, not? sorry. Yes, yes. Hello, uh, welcome to the show. Thanks, Mark. You're always such a gentleman. Uh, hello. Lloyd, was it? Yes, yes, Lloyd Becklesnip, at your service, ma'am. Hello, Lloyd. Thank you for taking an interest in my husband. Yes, Doris here, Doris of Newcastle under slime, of the under slime Eichenwalds. Mm-hmm. A little bit of royal in here as well, if I dare say. So, talking of transformations, you're, uh, if you don't mind me saying, you're a transformed creature yourself because you were born a corgi, but now after the spill of last year, you're now one of the mutant corgis that have been granted demi-human status. So, how's being a royal? Well, it was a step up for certain. I was just enjoying my time outside of the Bisto gravy factory when we all know that tragically did explode. Mm-hmm. The mutation from the severely condensed gravy did indeed affect myself most thoroughly. Mm-hmm. I can now walk on three legs rather than four. I do have more legs than was initially perhaps expected of a corgi, but I do find that very handy for getting around. Mm-hmm. And I have wound up with this rather wonderful husband of mine as well, and we are very excited to get into the queue to see the deep reputation of Oh, dear King Jeffrey, I have given some of myself as well. Hence, you pointed out the collar. I am wearing the slightly more upmarket cone to stop myself from licking at the shaving that went around my neck regions. It's a very nice gold trim that you've got around it. You can tell it's a royal cone. Thank you. I, I felt it was appropriate. We're all here to be our best and to show our best so that when the king's newly reconstituted eyes open upon his subjects, he can, of course, see the glorious Free Republic of Yorkshire and all of its citizens in our best finery, in our best forms, as he himself is in his newest and best form yet. Just to go back to the gravy factory explosion, because I know it was a tragic accident, but a lot of corgis did get transformed but because they also got infused with gravy, they are apparently delicious. Some of them have been hunted down. Was this why you felt it necessary to marry into the royal family to give you that extra protection from the gravy corgi hunters that have been roaming around recently? Well, I definitely thought it wouldn't hurt to have a man of status and a kind heart next to me. Have you fended off any attackers, Prince Mark? (laughs) Uh, Every day. Every day. Every day. Every day. I mean, oftentimes I find this in the attackers or the suitors. <laughs> I can't tell which is which. We're such a beautiful little dog by my side. All right, yes, they come up and they start salivating. And is this the collar and lead having the effect, or have they got a whiff of that bisto allure? That gravy scent. I'll be honest, it was what attracted me to her at first. Now, there have been some rumours saying that this was a political marriage. Mm-hmm. But this is love. This is love. I've never been in love before like I have been with my dear wife. Oh, Mark, you're a beautiful man, you. And he does protect me. 
very chivalrously from both the pursuers of the human nature and the pigeons, who they all want to eat this beef. And you protect me, of course, from the mailman every day. Every day. He always wants to break into the house through the tiny door. You won't let him? No, never. But you talk about the rumours of the political alliance there because, of course, the newly formed Corgi Cavaliers who are now joined with us in the war against Lancashire and have been sent off to the front lines just this week. Various cousins and relatives of your own, Doris, are fighting in the front line. We salute their sacrifice and unfortunately one regiment did get napalmed just this weekend, but apparently the feast afterwards was... Oh, just amazing because you know the rules we, we're not allowed to waste anything in the war effort oh of course it's all part of their noble sacrifice oh i'm, I'm seeing some activity behind you is something happening oh 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 well this is exciting yes no uh, yes i can see a crack wow we're actually gonna be live for the hatching dad yes yes there's a i can see a small finger Oh, wow. And usually they take on the power of various animals before they reform into the human form. So there's usually some animal that's dominant as they emerge. It'll be interesting to see what era we're entering into, because as we all know, the last King Geoffrey VI, when he reemerged, he was mainly hedgehog. So it was the era of the hedgehog, quite a spiky regime, but cuddly with it. Uh, the finger is quite hairy. Oh. It's strong. It's a very strong finger. So what are we thinking? We're thinking possibly baboon, orangutan, silverback gorilla, the most regal of the primates. No, I, I think this is a lemur. Oh. That'll go a lot better with the people of Hartlepool. I love a lemur. We all love a lemur. Is it a ring-tailed lemur by any chance? Because it's prophesied that if it's a ring-tailed lemur, the number of rings will be the number of good summers that we get. I can see i can see a tail and i can confirm it is a ring tail oh wow it's a ring tail thrilling magnificent it's so bushy so obviously in the early stages the king is still very much in his wild stage is it a good humored lemur or what is it are we going to have to feed it some sacrifices what's the general sense you're getting from this creature dad do you recognize me do you, you oh no Oh, seems to be very interested in Doris. Uh, yes. Is that he's sniffing, oh, sniffing hello, hello. away? Uh, well, you certainly have an interesting history yourself. It's, I, I, I am quite married, sir, but I, I appreciate the interest. Oh, could, could someone bring out the swan? The roast swan might be a good distraction. Yep, they've wheeled out the swan. No, he's not interested in the swan. He's pointing at Doris, and and then it's what is he asking? Asking them to cook Doris? Uh, I... It's a difficult thing, Prince Mart. He is our liege and ruler, but he is asking to slow roast your wife. My wife has many a leg. Would we be able to offer just one? Yes, maybe you've got a, a leg you can spare, Doris. We can anaesthetise it. It's quite painless. Anything for the crown, of course. I am now extending one of my admittedly quite short legs in the general direction of the lemur and king and seeing if perhaps they would like to sniff or lick at it in indication of an acceptance oh there's some nibbling okay okay it's it's, it's a mild nibbling mostly mild okay uh, yeah i think the leg is accepted if someone could quickly bring okay yeah we'll get the port a chainsaw in just to quickly nip that off ah! yes excellent 
Please enjoy your majesty. Well, thank, thank you, love. You've done the crown a great service. Anything for the family? Well, I think that's all we've got time for. Thank you very much for that stunning news. Hold me, Mark. We look forward to the king taking on his new form soon. But in the meantime, I hope you manage to hold on to the rest of your legs, Lady Doris. Thank you. Thank you. You're listening to Free Yorkshire Radio. What an exciting feature that was. And next... Sorry. There's an ant that's causing me a bit of bother. Ugh, would you get off me, please? Look, I'm not your queen. It's just my colostomy bag is rather full this week. Ugh, anyway, as I mentioned earlier, the banks need to issue new notes and coins to reflect our glorious regent's new form. So earlier, I went to visit the Royal Mint. And I'm delighted to say I am now at the Royal Bank of Yorkshire itself. I've been let into these august halls by the head cashier, Frederick Denchmarsh. Mr. Denchmarsh, welcome to the show. Lloyd, it is an absolute and unrelenting pleasure to have you here with us today. Well, we're all about unrelenting pleasure on Free Yorkshire Radio, Frederick, so I feel good about this interview already. Now, obviously, you're a very busy man at the minute, especially with all these new coins and notes being printed now that King Geoffrey VII has emerged from his pupa stage and taking on a more human form that we can portray on all our currency. Now, the official portrait was just unveiled yesterday. Talk me through the selection process for choosing an artist for such an august portrait. Well, Lloyd, as you know, the Yorkshire Kingdom is possibly the greatest breeding ground for the modern artists in the world today. Mm -hmm. We go around so many places. We go around the schools. We go around even those places where people are seeking employment. I forget the name because I've never been near one in my life. But we also go near the prisons. You've seen some of the unusual prison art which has been produced over the years. And we've seen some fantastical, some very vivid images. I'm sure, as you know, as a man of the world and travel, you've seen those artists. Well, yes, we have been to the Yorkshire Penitentiary and saw their very innovative art programme producing some uh, interesting bloodstained daubings. And so it caused some surprise when you selected one of these artists. What was it about their work that you thought captured the essence of our new king? We went into one of these institutions and we found an artist who we absolutely couldn't believe hadn't been picked up before. It was the vivid use of colour that was so exceptional. The greens, the blues, the reds, the yellows, the purples, the violets, the ambers, the orange ambers, the burnt ambers, the maroons, the greens again, the dark greens, the dark blues, the yellows, the suggested yellows, the burnt yellows. These are all colours he didn't use. He used black. Solid black, the absence of colour. And it was truly mesmerising to see. I mean, it is the starkest portrait we've had of a royal figure yet. It is just this black outline that's been filled in with a slightly darker black 
So you can only just kind of make out the image of King Geoffrey looming from this black background. It is arresting. Certainly puts a new respect for my currency that I'm not going to fritter away on anything frivolous. This is real money to be used on real things. Indeed, Lloyd. You've said it so well. In fact, I must advise that no citizen ever look at the actual image of our king on a note for more than seven seconds, as it truly leads. Well, I won't say where it leads, because nobody should look at it for more than seven seconds. Lloyd, I'm going to hold one up, and I'm going to count to six. Okay? Are you ready, Lloyd? I am ready. One, two, three... Am I back in the room? Am I back in the room? The vortex was closing in around me. It was as if he was seeing through me. It, it, it was like I was ceasing to exist. I was ready to give him my house, my children, even my swamp mongrels, it's, that's quite the powerful bit of currency that we've produced here. And so this is possibly one of the reasons why Yorkshire's economy has grown to an absolute halt in the last week. Yes, but what could be more appropriate at this time of rebirth for our leader than for someone to simply stand and gaze at the new image of their king and simply be mesmerised? To be, if you were in the world's biggest cue for more than seven seconds as simply a sign of respect. Uh, to me, that is not only the epitome of what our regal majesty means to us, but also what art can mean on a simple £13 note. Indeed, Frederick, I truly believe that when we get a changing of the guard, although it's a rebirth, it's a re-emergence of a new king, a new Geoffrey, that regardless of your relationship with this character, when this happens, everything should grind to an absolute halt for days on end. All the TV stations shut down for a week, all the radio stations shut down for a week. That's the only way to mark these things. Complete standstill, and this new currency is honouring that feeling. Lloyd, if you'd be willing, I would like to take you through now to the actual printing room where these coins are being minted, these notes are being pressed. Would that be agreeable, Lloyd? Yes, I've heard about this new system of manufacture, because it's going to be quite tricky producing these coins when the shift has to change every six seconds. I'll be fascinated to see it. Well, thankfully, Lloyd, just as we found our muse, our artiste, we also found a willing workforce in this kingdom's wonderful prison system. So if we just step through this Large doll, do follow me through. Wow, look at the setup in here. Now, of course, Lloyd, as you know, due to the wonderful regenerative measures that our royal family has, this printing press has not stopped whirling since the kingdom was first established. It's one of the foundations of our republic, is that we will just continually print money, spend ourselves out of any problems, and just deal with the 1,000% inflation rate that ensues afterwards. We can have a house that's worth a million in the morning, a thousand by lunchtime, 
and a tenner by tea time. That's the magic of the Great Republic of Yorkshire. This is what some people call inflation, but what we at the Central Bank like to call the inflation bouncy castle. You go up, you go down, you land, you might hurtle into someone else coming the same way as you and break your jaw, but we all bounce up and down. It's glorious, isn't it? Isn't it, Lloyd? Look at it. It's glorious. Lloyd? Lloyd? It's glorious. It's glorious. It's glorious. It's glorious. It's glorious. I love how just bouncing up and down on the bouncy castle, no matter what happens, you're going to throw up whatever you've eaten and all that sick just drains away in order to be repasted into tomorrow's lunch. And it's the great cycle of the Yorkshire cuisine economy. Nothing gets wasted. It's literally what we call vomit down economics. Yeah, I've definitely felt that trickle down my back recently. Yo, what's up? You're listening to Free Yorkshire Radio. What a fascinating item. And I'll be returning to the mint soon. Firstly, oh, uh, excuse me, but I've now befriended the ant, and I just need to feed him some more sugar. Here, Deck. Here, Deck. There you go. That's right. Nibble it up. Barry, Barry, are you near the switch yet? Just let the thread out a bit and you should be able to swing around that spider's web. Ooh, well done. Okay, give me a shout when you're there. And now, to commemorate the regal respawning, we have a very special offer for you. Here are the details that I recorded earlier. As our regally reformed regent has reached his new rendition, we at Free Yorkshire Radio are celebrating this auspicious occasion by offering one lucky listener a free signed print of the new pound portrait. Yes, the hypnotizing image could be yours and it has millions of uses. Plagued by traveling salesmen, just hang it on your door. Hello, hello. Would you like to buy the new amazing digital Swamp Mongrel 3000? It's got many new features. Are your kids always pestering you for an extra story at bedtime? Mummy, mummy, please read Muldy Mervyn and the Mutant Melons one more time. Or are you just tired of the everyday existential slog of dragging yourself from one bloody end of the day to the other? Then just stare at the picture yourself and you can grab a few blissful moments of sweet, sweet oblivion. All you have to do to win this fabulous prize is inform on a neighbour. That's right, if you're aware of anyone on your street who is plotting, or even thinking about plotting, against our glorious regime, then dob them in on the usual number and this amazing print could be yours. And if you manage to dob in a whole family, then you'll also get this King Geoffrey VII plushie that should cushion your fall when you fall into a hypnotic slumber. Exciting opportunity that is. Okay, let's rejoin Frederick Denchmarch at the Royal Mint. We're up on the gantry now, looking down on the printing press itself. Mm-hmm. We see the willing volunteers from our prisons, and also we see the notes themselves churning in and out, in and out. What strikes you, Lloyd, as you look in and out of the machines? Well, I see you've overcome the problem of having to change a shift every six seconds by instead using the movement of the printing press to deal a concussive blow to the workers every six seconds so they forget what they've been looking at for six seconds. So effectively, 
they're resetting their brain every six seconds, but they're able to stay in place and keep working. That's quite the innovation. As the Greeks and the Romans used to beat drums to keep their workers in their boats back and forth, back and forth. One, two, one, two. One, two, three, four. I was, I was swirling again. I was swirling again. Thanks, Frederick. Ugh, I apologise. That was my fault. But as I say, one, two, three, four, five, six. And there it is. As you can see, they simply walk round to the start of the queue, bringing the paper back to where it needs to be. It's a glorious system. Now, where do you think the ink comes from for these glorious new notes. Traditionally, we get our ink from angry swamp mongrels, the little fumes they produce when they get furious. You've hit the nail on the head. A furious swamp mongrel is a useful swamp mongrel, as my grandmother always used to say. Now, I won't take you through to the swamp mongrel farm, because as a man of the world, I'm sure you've seen that sort of thing a thousand times. And I'm not sure that I want to be in a room of a thousand furious swamp mongrels. I'm not sure the insurance for our programme would cover that eventuality. So we're going to keep walking down the gantry. We can hear them though, can't we? Oh my lord, can you hear them? Good lord. Let's, in fact, let's be quiet for a second and simply enjoy what beautiful music they make, these creatures of the ink. I love particularly how they scrape against the metal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And as we move further along the gantry now, looking down, we can see the steam coming off the notes as they're freshly pressed and sliced. Mm-hmm. What an interesting way. So many machines these days, they simply come down on the notes to slice them. We, of course, use the swinging pendulum method, mm-hmm. which I think gives us that killer edge on the notes, only too fitting for our system of monarchy. Wouldn't you say, Lloyd? Absolutely. Well, it's the same swinging pendulum that decapitated the original King Jeffreys' rivals and enemies, and that led to him being our head of state. You can still see some of the bloodstains, actually. He declared that they should never be washed off the original King Geoffrey. And so we can still see some of Princess Florella's, well, intestines, actually, because she was misplaced slightly. So got sliced in half rather than decapitated. And there's the old Prince Rupric's brain matter, because, again, his neck was not aligned, so he got top of his head sliced off. There's rumours that he actually survived that and is still living in the attic of King Geoffrey's castle, but those are just rumours. Well, Lloyd, clearly you're a student of history because as you look around these walls now, considering the textbooks you were given as a child telling you about the beginning of our kingdom, does the throne at the very far end of the printing system seem familiar? Oh, wow. It's an exact copy of King Geoffrey's throne. Or is King Geoffrey's throne the copy? Lloyd. Lloyd, Lloyd, Lloyd. You are now privy to a secret so few have realised before. This was the original castle of the first King Geoffrey of Yorkshire. The pendulum, original. The bloodstains, original. The intestines, original. This is how they made money all those years ago and where we continue the tradition 
to this very day. Wow, I feel like I'm breathing in history. I'm certainly smelling a bit of history, that's for sure. I'm, um, I think the old um, vomit down economics might be about to kick in if we stay here too long. Lloyd, you feel like you're scared, don't you? You feel your <coughs> brain pulsing slightly, don't you? Yes. You feel like you want to leave this place because the power and the majesty of this whole thing is too much for you. Well, simply look into this 13-note coin and this 13-pound note at the same time for one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. No. No. I must stay here. I must make money. Yes. I must operate the prince. Yes. One of us. One of us. I will become part of the crew. Yes, I can see. Is there another printing press up here? Let me just open this door and... No, who's that? There's a man with half his head missing. No, Ruprecht! He's clambering over me. No, Ruprecht! He seems to recognise you, Frederick. Back, Ruprecht! Back, Ruprecht! Back into your lair, Ruprecht! You do not belong here! Ruprecht, no! No, do not use your whip! Do not, do not swing that man out of the stained glass window! No! Oh no, I've regained my senses. He's taken Frederick and placed him under the pendulum. Any last words, Frederick, as you become one with our currency? I regret nothing. Apart from being murdered on this press. This is Free Yorkshire Radio. So, Gary has finally scaled the heights up to the shrink ray mechanism. Okay, Gary, flip that switch. Bye, Deck. It's been lovely knowing you. Oh, yeah, that's better. I'm growing. Now you've gone too far, Gary. There's no room to stand. Ah! I've squished Deck. Turn it off, Gary. Not much room left. I guess that's the end of another show. Cheerio, and until next time. May all your brews be strong, may all your puddings be fettled, and may all your swamp mongrels be radiation-free. Ta-ra! Communications have been severely disrupted. Make sure you have food, water, and a battery-powered radio with you. This is not a test. Hi, thanks for listening. I'm Noel Curry, and this show featured Liam Kenrick as Prince Mark of Shipley-on-Sea, Harry Ann Bentley as Doris of Newcastle under Slime, and Adam Martin as Frederick Denchmarch. And you can find out more about these wonderful improvisers in the episode notes. You can follow this podcast on Facebook at Free York's Radio. We'll be back next month, but if you enjoyed this, then you know what to do. Please subscribe, share, rate, and review. Thanks. <laughs> 